Hello everyone, welcome to part two of Twat in the Stand. Hello, hello. Uh, we're joined by, uh, of course, Rob Morris and hello. myself, James Whitcomb. Um, some news coming out of Newcastle this morning, Rob. Yes, um, yes. Some new Saudi owners, uh, owners have got the have got the all clear to take over the club, and Mike Ashley's on his way. Well, yes, he's going to go. I mean, I don't know what, what they're going to be paying for it because he's going to be walking out, I suppose, in profit, isn't he? Well, in profit. Yeah, um, um, I've, I've heard it's a lot of money, billions. Billions. They've, they've, well, they've got billions. I wonder if Steve Bruce is down the job centre already looking <laughs> for another job. Because let's face it, he's not going to be sticking around, is he? Yeah, quite possibly. But um, um, do you think it's a good move for the club? Well, um, do you see? I personally don't. I'm not mad on these like these massive. I mean, I know that Michael is owned by um, some you know Thai people and stuff like that. But they've done good. They've done good by the club. But I don't like the the concept of like. Somebody just coming in and throwing like absolutely shitloads of money at like Man City or yeah. Chelsea and going right now we're going to become this massive successful yeah. club. Morally, it just I don't know. It just doesn't seem right. I think obviously you need some financial backing, but I think it should be built on the on what you do on the pitch. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And just all of a sudden they're just going to buy success. Yeah, know. it'll be interesting. I think Newcastle fans will obviously jump at it. It's a lot of money and stuff. And, yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, don't know, I think they're so desperate to get Mike Ashley out that they'd take anything. Yeah, of course they would. Um, but I don't, I'm not sure. Just morally, I don't know if it's that good. I suppose they don't even know these people. Like, um, they don't know anything about football. Really, they don't know anything about the club. And I don't know. I don't know. Something about this just doesn't sit right with me, Rob. And I don't know if it'll be a good move financially. Yeah, but longevity of the club, I don't know if it'll be a good thing. Well, I can see him just being another Man City. I suppose it depends what they do. If they invest in the club where they build a new training ground, a bit like Leicester. Yeah, well, they'll do all of that, but they'll they'll just they'll just buy success, you know, and they'll get I don't know they'll get somebody like Conte in to manage them. Yeah. And then they'll start hoovering up, you know, like you all of a sudden they'll get some ridiculous signings coming in. Yeah. Because somebody's being paid six hundred grand a week. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And so you're going to get like some real superstars coming in, and they're not bothered about Newcastle. Yeah. Right now, you know, it's just that they're being paid five, six hundred grand a week. That's the only reason. Can you see Newcastle getting back to the top, even with this money? Or well, yeah, probably. I mean, I, I could probably see. I mean, they'll be. I don't think these investors will come in and just be happy with uh, just to survive relegation. Do you know what I mean? Just yeah. To, just to stay in the league. They'll well, want trophies, they'll want well, they real need, success. They need to turn around because they aren't winning seven games and it won't come overnight. But no, it won't come overnight. And they've, got to, they've got to get rid of the players that they don't want then they've got to start building the squad. Yeah, well, it needs, so, to, start, um, it needs to start from January really because yeah. they're, they're without a win uh, this, in seven games. And yeah. They're obviously near the bottom. Yeah. Um, so... It needs to start quicker, else it could be in the championship. Well, but, um, wouldn't that be that would be a great irony, actually, delicious irony, one that I'd actually quite enjoy. They have this massive takeover, and then they go down. Yeah, that'd be great. Hello, Dan. Dan Lack has just just turned up. You all right, mate? Yeah, good, yeah. We're just talking about this the the massive takeover that's just been announced for what, Newcastle. Newcastle. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, what's your take on it? Well, Cam Henderson two weeks ago told me that Newcastle were a top four club. Without the takeover, so I don't know what he's going to think. Top that. four what? Club in the press. Um, and what evidence? Yeah, top four what? Top four twats. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah. When was the last time they were in the top four? No, I, don't I think agree. Keegan was in charge. Alan right? Sheridan was in the top yeah. four. I don't agree with it. I, 
I think it'll be good for them, but I don't think it'll solve all the problems. I think the problems are within the, within the team as well. I don't know what's going to happen with Steve Bruce either. So. Well, he'll be gone. He'll be down. Well, we were just saying, Dan, it's not going to happen overnight. There's a lot exactly. to sort out there. They, they're going to think they're going to become a team that wins every week straight away. No, yeah. no, it'll take a few seasons. It'll take like yeah. three or four seasons because oh, they've, they've got to have a massive change in the playing staff, haven't 100%. they? Yeah, I, don't, I don't think it'll be as smooth as all the fans think it will be. No. So, yeah, that's an interesting one. Uh, we'll come back to it. But, Rob, I want to talk about Leicester. <laughs> the right, OK, oh, do you, really? You want yeah. to talk about Leicester? Oh, <laughs> okay. So, let's talk about Patrick Vieira's Crystal Palace, who, at the start of the... <laughs> of the podcast, Rob was saying, yep, straight down, shit team, they're going straight down. And right. you draw 2-2 two, two to them. After yeah. Two, were you 2-0 up? Yeah. yeah, we were 2-0 up. 2-0 up, yeah, and he yeah. can't start a game. It's like Napoli all over again. Yeah, I know. The, the, the issue is so, we just cannot hang on to a lead at the moment. I'm not sure what it is. Now, I know we've got like basically all our defence out injured. We've got loads and loads of defence out injured. But... But, it, but it's true. It but is true. Nobody can deny it. We've got James Justin out. We've got Fafana out. We've got well, um, we've got Evans out. Castagna's only just come back from Pereira's not ready either. Well, my my out. problem is, and now we've got Indidi injured as well. You know who's our defensive midfielder? Well, you know, we just. But if you look, is, if you look at the team that you've got out at the end of the game, you're tuning up. You should expect on paper that team to see out the see out the game and get the win. Oh, I agree. So what's going on? Oh, I agree. I agree. What it is is it's like normally. We'd go 2-0 up and we'd go, right, let's go and make it 3-0. Or we'd let one in and we'll go, right, let's go and make it 3-1. And we'd see the game out. We let one in now, we seem to just like shit ourselves, basically. You can see the fear in their eyes. So like, where, do you think it's... And I don't, know what, I don't know what it is. Do you think it's a player problem or does it come from Brendan Rodgers? Yeah, do you think he's under pressure, not to get sacked, but to get a result from fans? And the fans get on the back of the players? I think every, I think every manager's always under pressure, yeah. isn't they? And, and, you know, it's, it's no different. But, no, this is his toughest test. His toughest time since he's been at Leicester. And it is, but... I'm actually welcome the international break. Normally, I hate the international break, but I actually welcome it this time. Yeah. Because I think, I think that what's what's happened, you know, we we just need a reset. Arsenal did it before the last international break. Yeah. They were all over the place. International break. They've come back and they've got it together. Yeah. And I think we're, we're going to have to do the same sort of thing. Tell you what. Yeah. They were under pressure against Brighton. Who? Arsenal. Arsenal. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, yeah. Watched it, I'm a Brendan Rodgers fan, Rob. I think yeah. he's a good manager. Yeah. But um, at what point do fans start saying, "Come on, time to go"? Well, you're always going to get or, those idiot fans. You've, we've already got some of those idiot fans on um, on social media threads anyway. But how how many of them are actual Leicester fans? On. Oh, sure. do you think this is something the player group need to address, or do you think it is Brendan Rodgers? Because I sometimes I disagree with football where it always comes down to the manager and there's always a change to the manager. At what point do the players get together and say, because he's been successful for a couple of seasons now, Yeah. why is it going wrong? Could it be the players as well? Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know really. I think, I think, we just, I think it's just the injuries of scuppered us, aren't they? That def- those defensive injuries of scuppered us. I don't think he expected to be without all those could be, It could be a confidence thing, maybe. Well, yeah, I mean, the players that, that are playing now in defence probably didn't really expect to be playing this many games. But I mean, I'll include Juncho in that. Yeah. The thing is, right, we've gone and bought Bertrand and Vestergaard, and, and Vestergaard, by the looks of it, was a bit of a panic buy. He's terrible. Right, but these two defenders, we bought them from Southampton. They lined up in the team a couple of seasons ago. We beat them 9-0 yeah. at St Mary's, and they were in... 
the side, and now we've got them in our side. They're not the so standard. So it's no like great surprise. Also, we're shipping loads of goals. And They're not the standard that's required. No, no. And I thought Bertrand would be a good backup. I didn't really think he'd be his first. I thought he'd a squad player. Pick Luke Thomas over him. He was good yeah. at Snapley when we watched him. He's decent, but he's not alright. He's not going to hit the fans off the seat, is he? No. no, no, no. Um, so I think he's a bit of both. I think, I think yeah, Brennan Rodgers has got to take some responsibility. And he has admitted so much. He says, I haven't got the balance right. Which is basically saying, I'm, maybe I'm not pick, quite picking the right side. But I think also as well, like you said, the players that went out there should, should go and get a result. Yeah. So obviously you've got this international break and then you've got Man United at home, yeah. which is massive. Yeah, it is massive. I'm, I'm do, you, do you expect a result there? I do, I do. And everybody will. And we'll be expecting a win. Leicester City fans will be expecting a win. We'll take a draw. We'll take a draw, but we'll be expecting a win. Yeah. I think if you win there, that'll kickstart your season yeah. again. Yeah, and that's it. That's if, what it's about. You know, if not, then... I don't know where... You're, really, you're proper in the bottom half then if you don't get a win. Yeah. Win. I know it's However, let's move on to the lovely subject of Leeds United. Yeah, up here, we go, here we go. So a convincing win against Watford. One nil. Yes. Against your relegation, <laughs> against your relegation peers. Let's face it. Absolutely dominant. As you always say, Rob, a win's a win. A win's a win, and uh, you need it's it. Three yeah. points, and we didn't what, need it's it. Six points, really. And I think this, this relegation is, six pointer. This is the kickstart to our season that we needed. Um, the only thing that I worry about with Leeds, obviously Bamford's out, but we've got Rodrigo who's come in. Who, yeah. Obviously, he's a he's a big signing we had a couple of years ago, but just the strength and depth. I think if we're going to give FA Cup a crack, we're still in that Carabao Cup. I just worry about the strength and depth at Leeds. Really? Um, yeah. I think we'll be fine, um, but I think in January we need to make a few a few signings. Obviously, we've got. In that right mid position, we've got Rafinha and Dan James. Yeah, um, which is good, but we need a bit more, a bit more at the back. I think um, just some more strength and depth coming off the bench. And if yeah. we get injuries, something to fill in. But we'll be fine. I'm happy with it, but I just want a bit more strength and depth to be honest, Rob. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, good result for Leeds. A win's a win, and a win's a win. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And we're up and running now. So yeah. um, we have Southampton away, which I'm expecting three points again after the international yeah, break. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm hoping this is the well, that'll be good to get season. back to back wins, won't it? I mean, yeah, you know. Mando, yeah. we're off to the Carabao Cup game, aren't we? Yes, we, me and Dan have got tickets to the Arsenal Leeds game, Carabao Cup. Dan really? Arsenal. Arsenal, yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, right. So that'll be good. Was that like a Tuesday night, Wednesday night? Tuesday night. Yeah. Tuesday night. All right. Well, enjoy. And then the week after, I'm very much looking forward to this. It's Norwich Leeds. Oh yeah, the big Tell one. You what, we'll actually get a load of stick if we lose. Yeah, yeah, I mean, oh, we won't lose. It's, well, it's well, inevitable. We, we we're not losing that. And it's cute that Norwich got the first point of the season of the weekend. And that's well, at Norwich, isn't it? That, that, that is at Norwich, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's, that's a big one, isn't it? Yeah, well, well, just more for the for the dressing room here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah there's local bragging rights. Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Norwich got the first point, so only 10 points before they um, beat the Dab record now. So <laughs> they're up and running. Yeah. Uh, but uh, any other shot results? What was the? Well, the Man U thing was interesting, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, you, you know, know you, you keep your be- yeah, keeping your best players you what, on the bench. I tell you what, Man U, I struggled. Do you see the goal scored at the end as well? Yeah, Everton. Yeah, I don't know. There's something not right at Man U, and I think uh, Solskjaer will be going sooner than people think. Because the money well, they've got, they, Alex said he needed to start Ronaldo. Well, they've the money they've spent, Dan, is ridiculous, and he. Yeah. 
you can't be you can't be drawing and losing to teams like Everton. So you were talking earlier about players and managers. I actually believe that Oli should take all the responsibility because the squad he's got there, yeah, yeah. they Rob, should be top of the league. I could manage Manu. Yeah, yeah, I could yeah. Manage the Manu squad he's got, and you know, I just don't it's, think he's, it's not, he's, he's up to it, really. Being a good coach is coaching a team like Leeds or Southampton or Burnley and keeping them up or doing well with them. Yeah. Yeah. Coaching Manu, Man I could go in and manage Manu and say, Ronaldo, yeah. stick a few in for me. Yeah. So yeah, he, should be doing, yeah. he should be doing better. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so, Brentford as well. Brentford have had a good start to the season. Yeah, it's whether they can keep it up. Yeah. I remember Sheffield United coming up and having a good start to the season. Yeah. And they still went down. Yeah. So it's whether they can it's keep it up. It's a good result away at West Ham, though. Do yeah, you know yeah. And meanwhile, Liverpool just quietly go about their business. They do. They got yeah, they two, two all, but they look, I'm watching the game. What a game. Do. It was a great game. What a game. But I don't know, I've just got a funny feeling for Liverpool this this year. I think they'll be a good side. Well, they are a good side at the moment. Salah looks if he's on fire. Yeah. He's arguably the best player in the world at the moment. He, yeah, you can't, you can't, with his record, you can't disagree with it. Yeah, the way he's scoring goals. Yeah. Um, so they were the kind of games that stuck out for me. Yeah. And then we've got this boring uh, international break now. Um, aren't we playing Andorra tonight? Yeah. So well, to be honest, so, I, don't, I don't really care. Yeah, so, I, I couldn't really care less. It's good for Leeds. I think it'll be good for Leeds as well because we've got a couple of injuries like you know, Bamford uh, back, and it'll be good for. Well, good, like you said, good for Leicester, but it'll be good for um, us to get some of our players back fully fit, yeah. ready to go. So it's actually coming at a good time for a yeah. few clubs, I think. So. It's an yeah. all-female uh, refereeing team for the England game. Is it? Yeah. Just yeah. come out. Is that the first time oh, I've right. yeah. uh, Rowena, our, our uh, female physio, just uh, nodded at me to say, see, see, I told you. I'm not sexist or anything like that, right? Why would you nod at me like that for? I think it's a good thing. <laughs> if it was up to me... If it was up to me, along with my idea that when we have penalty sh- kicks, the goalie should take it, that's my that's another one of my revolutionary plans. Oh, Parson Wenger's listening. Yeah. So basically every penalty taken, you know, the goalie has to, has to be goalie on goalie. Yeah, but if it was up to me, I would make all the officials, all the rest, female, because there would be less abuse of them. Because then the players would be embarrassed, wouldn't they? Yeah. If they started abusing females on the pitch, female referees, and I think there would be more more respect shown to the officials. Yeah. And therefore, the, the the actual the actual referee would be of a better quality. Hey, bit controversial, guys. I know, but that's just what I think. There you go. I'm a modern yeah, funny guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't disagree with you, Rob. On your goalkeeper. Awesome. Are you listening, mate? On your on your goalkeeper suggestion. Yeah. Why the goalkeeper? Why can a player? Why can the best player not take a penalty? I just like the idea of a goalie versus goalie, and you think about it. If you've got your, you know, that, that could change your whole fancy team totally. So if you've if got getting... if you've got Ronaldo in your team, yeah. you, nine times out of ten, he's going to bury the penalty, and then Billy De Gea steps up. If you're a Man United yeah, fan, yeah, But if you're a Man United yeah. fan, let's say let's say let's just let's just play Man U. It's one one, and there's a minute to go on the clock, and you've got Casper Schmeichel yeah. to take the penalty. I think it just surely doesn't... surely you want Jamie Vardy. No, no, I, yeah, yeah, of course I do, but I just think it adds that little bit of bit more jeopardy to it. You know. Oh no! Here we go, goalie! I just like the idea of it. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm not sure about that, but okay. Well, uh, you know. Um, how was your fantasy week, Rob? Not bad. Not too bad, actually. I'm slowly climbing up the I table. I think you're a spot behind me. Now. Oh no, yeah. you're, you're, too, you're still two behind me. I'm, I'm working, the, working the, my way up. Yeah, the gap is. Uh, Body's doing well for you're, me. You're on the moment. same points as uh, Will Hurd. Right. Okay. That's fine. And then uh, you're still what, you're 13 points off me. 
But this season, it's actually quite tight. It is. It? It's very from the top right yeah. down. Well, it's my very tight. Uh, baked beans. Your fourth. Baked beans. Oh, baked beans. Sorry, baked beans. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so baked, baked beans. You're in fourth. Yeah, you're only ten, nine points off the top. It's very tight. He's performing well for you then. Salah, captain. Yeah, I think it, oh, well, that's it. He then. captains him every week, so it's yeah. a bit boring. Yeah. What do you um, mean boring? But yeah, I. Um, who, who have I captain? Who have Norwich got? Let's see who Norwich have got, and that's who I'll be captaining. I think you're gonna take Danny Ings out of the team. Don't know why I've got him to be honest. Oh no, I'm going with Salah. I'm captaining Salah. Are you doing your fancy already? Yeah. What, before the, whilst the international oh, games are yeah. going? Yeah, on? get him locked. Schoolboy error, surely. Get, no, well, like, you get injuries. Get, get him locked in early, give, some boy, give the boy some confidence. I'm <laughs> only 8,000 in Leeds. That's, that's, that's all right, Dan. Mm. Um, so, yeah. What else have we got to talk about? What's happening? Well, we could world? go off piece slightly just to finish this podcast. Go on. And we're talking, we're going to go bring in another sport. We're talking boxing, heavyweight, clash. Wow. So I'm so looking it? forward to yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I don't know what you guys, but I'm stopping up to watch that. Yes. Um, can, this is this is Dan's man. Dan loves boxing. So we're talking, we're talking Wilder versus Fury, See, the, the last of the trilogy fight. I think Fury will fucking beat him up again, personally. I think he will, but I feel like Deontay will be a lot sharper so he'll have to work a bit hard for it yeah um, and also obviously seven and a half weeks ago Tyson Fury had his his um, new kid was born right um, she was ill for two weeks after that so yeah. the wife was in hospital for two weeks and so was he yeah so that was seven weeks ago so there's so been a bit of personal pro- he said yesterday in the press conference there's been a couple of personal problems in the lead up, but I still think he'll win. But do you not think he'll use that as motivation? Do you not think? Yeah, he'll... I think he'll use his motivation, but I think it will have hampered his preparation. But I still think he's a way better boxer anyway. He so is. I, I think so. I think it'll be a, if he win. If Deontay wins, it'll be a one punch chance. I mean, I was, I saw a bit of the press conference last night, and there were and, and Wilder's still going on about how yeah, Fury cheated. cheated. I mean, how pathetic is that? It's embarrassing. Yeah. Fury made a good it's point. It's embarrassing, man. It's like why have you? Trained extra hard then. Yeah, yeah, he did. If if I cheated, why have you done all this extra training? <laughs> Train, change your coaching, everything, you know. Exactly. No, I do think Tyson will still win. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Oh, did you see as well? Um, whoever wins out of this has to fight Dillian White next. Is that right? That's been ordered by the whoever it is. So he's at Why is he the next mandatory challenger then? Because. To be fair, he was meant to be it for ages, but because Tyson and AJ were trying to sort out this fight that never happened. Ah, oh, right, okay. So he, he uh, Dillian White has to be something, Otio Waller or something. Right. Um, and then if he wins that, then Tyson Fury... But what about if he doesn't win? Oh, who wins no in Fury B? Who, who, who wins, who, play, who, who plays who? Who fights who after all yeah, that? I mean, obviously sure. Joshua's got he usage again, three, so... Yeah, know. it's interesting. It be uh, makes me wonder though, boys. I don't think we're gonna ever see that no. AJ versus Fury. No, I don't think we'll. Do you? I think Fury. Are you gonna stay up till five to watch it? Yeah, it could be setting an alarm. Drop. I might have a little little doze on the on the settee yeah, and then yeah. wait. Where is it? Friday, Saturday, Saturday. Saturday, Saturday what? Well, Sunday morning. Sunday, Sunday morning. Do you reckon? Is that what they're saying about five in the morning? Yeah, four five. Yeah. It could be getting him an eye rub, set the alarm. I did know. it. I did it last time. It might be an alarm job. Yeah. yeah. I, I went with the, my mate came over last time. We bought it in. And my mate came over. We went out and had a few drinks. 
and come back to in the morning, he, he, he flagged on me and he had to get to bed, poor lad. So I stayed up on my hand to watch it. Um, Rob, one yeah. last, going back to football, one last question. Go on then. In January, do you need to make some signings? Well, we'll see what see what the uh, fitness situation looks like. But yeah, if our defence is no different, we're going to have to get like one or two quality defenders in, yeah. Like who? Like if you had the choice? Well, I don't know. I don't. I, don't, I can't say at the moment. We're not going to go and get like you know. We're just not going to go and get a, a ready-made top-class defender off the shelf, are we? You know, it's not the way that we we work. But where what stage? Hopefully, uh, what stage? hopefully well, he won't have come from Southampton. But we go on about lifting silverware, and you've been in the top four the last couple of years and stuff like that. So, what stage does do you attract a big name defender, or why can you not go out? It comes and get down to money, doesn't it? it? Comes down to money. There's a wage structure there at Leicester, and I think the most anybody's on is about 150. So, you know, and like if you're talking like a real, real top class defender, they're probably going to be wanting more than that. So, where all? Obviously, you get money for getting in the Champions League and you get money for these trophies and stuff. So, mm-hmm. where's it all being invested then if it's not being invested in the squad? Well, it has been invested in the squad. I mean, we, 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 uh, Tillemans cost us, what, 40 million. Fafana costs 30 million. Um, you know, uh, with Pats and Dakar, I think he was 24 million, 20 million, something like that. So, there has been players bought. Yeah. You know, you can't accuse the owners of not investing in the squad. Yeah. They, they, they have, you know. Yeah. But rather than going out and spending like 60, 70 million on one player, that, that's just not Leicester's way, you know. Yeah. Well I, well, I don't know what you think, Dan, but that's what I think. I think we need just in January, just in January to get a few more. Who would, who would you want to get? I think we need a bit more in mid... Like, obviously, Calvin Phillips is class. But just that centre midfield, like, click... You're a bit light there. Click's you? not really up to it for me. Like, it's all right, but... I think we, we need someone like a Tillemans or someone who's just going to control the game. Yeah. We don't yeah. need a De- we don't need De- we've got Calvin yeah. Phillips, but we just need someone who's going to control the game. And we need a bit more at the back, I think. Um, but Do you need a bit more up front, do you think, really? No, we've got Bamford, Rodrigo, we're fine. Yeah. We're fin- we're fin- yeah. You think you'll score enough goals? Yeah, we will. We will. The style of football we play, we'll, we'll, we're always going to score goals. Right, mate, so that's the end of the but, massage. Yeah. Lovely stuff. And um, probably the end of the podcast yeah, there, fellas. We'll so, um, yeah. yeah, good talking to you. Uh, cheers, everybody. Thank you. Uh, we'll see you next week. is